Well, welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 63. Life lessons learned from a baby. A baby. Our baby in particular. Oh, this will be fun. Yeah. Yeah, we thought it's like we're coming up on Mother's Day, and I really wanted the opportunity to kind of interview you for a minute about what you're thinking. You're like, this is your first Mother's Day. You're nine months into this parenting journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know nothing, so but how, this is going to be good. But seriously, <laughs> are you learning some lifelong lessons? Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, that's more what this is about. This is not like a, like guys don't quickly turn off this podcast. It's more, it's not like how to be a mom, how to raise a kid, because I am no expert in that department, nor am I an expert in what we're going to talk about. Now, but th- Yeah, this like, is just about things... Like what a baby can teach you, like yeah. the innocence and purity of a little tiny human can actually teach you some really profound things, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it's this is going to be, I don't know, it's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be fun. We'll see. We'll see. Mother's Day, though. I know. I, and I'm excited. I'm super excited for you. I'm stressed right now. <laughs> because of the Mother's Day gift. It's your first Mother's Day. I, it's you. You're putting that stress on yourself. I have not put that on you. You That's also, true. I will say, in your defense, you have like 109 different things that are being celebrated this month. This is always, I have a two-week period where all three of my boys have their birthday. So we're in the side of this two-week period. All three boys have their birthdays. We have our wedding anniversary. We have Mother's Day. That's five very significant events yeah. inside of two weeks. Yeah. I'm already not naturally a great gift giver. Yeah. And then you add the pressure of being responsible for all these birthday parties and Mother's Day and anniversary, which I'm kind of got some help this year on that. But like all that together is a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. I'm stressing. I know you are. It's okay. Are there professional like gift givers out there? Like you would hire them and they would go out and find you really unique gifts? I've heard that that exists in like uh, the corporate world where they like you hire them for like, you know, a yeah, big client yeah. and they do like okay. gift giving. If there's anyone who listens to this podcast who is a professional gift giver, I do not. need you in my life. Do not. It's, that's the hard part. Like I am, I would think I'm a I'm a pretty decent gift giver when you say Yeah, you are. Cuz that's my love language is gifts. Um and so naturally I married someone who um <laughs> struggles in the gift department. Sometimes though I knock it out of the park. You do knock it out of the park. Every once in a while. Yes, no. You're But you're it's good. stressful. It's not natural. You know me. All I want is an experience. I want to like go have lunch somewhere and like that's pretty much the extent of my needs on that day i know but where you want to go they don't take reservations what if we get there they're like you're adding you need to go back and listen to some podcasts about how you're projecting and think worrying about things mm. that may never happen oh now you try to use boom my own words against boom me sauce yeah well as long as you don't no offense give me a coupon book like you did on <laughs> day. i was actually okay. in a meeting with a group of people this morning we were talking about mother's day gifts and they were like pete just whatever you do don't give her a coupon book and they were joking and i was like they didn't know you'd give me uh, actually for valentine's day one of my gifts was a coupon book <laughs> oh y'all it was bad. it was a low moment in my gift giving it was literally i know for a fact what you did i even checked you went on amazon and <laughs> no, typed no. in like valentine's gift for wife and it, uh, the two of the three things you got me were on that top five list on amazon i don't see anything wrong with using that and you know what amazon resource. failed me 
They failed me. No. You got the la- largest retailer in the world, and the best they could idea they could give me on Valentine's Day was a coupon book. Come on, Amazon. That's not Amazon's fault. That's your fault. <laughs> that is all your fault. All right. In all seriousness, no seriousness though. In all seriousness though, uh, it is Mother's Day weekend coming up. And it's a big day. And uh, I know that for some of you listening to this, I just think it's important to acknowledge this before we move on. Mother's Day can be a tough day for some people. Yeah. You know, for some of you, this maybe this is your first Mother's Day without your mother here on this earth. And that's going to be a tough one for you. I also think it's really tough for people who don't have a good relationship with their mom. Mm-hmm. People, you know, tend to even probably to a little bit of a degree over exaggerate on mother's day their relationship with their mom which is fine it's fine it's good we, sh- we need to celebrate moms sure. right we should celebrate moms more and bigger and all that but i think it for those who don't have a good relationship with their mom it kind of really stands out and, mm-hmm. and it's almost like a it kind of it's already a thorn in them but it's like the thorn really gets kind of rubbed in on yeah. Mother's Day. Yeah. And so just a quick word, in the midst of all of our celebrations, we want you to know that we're thinking of those of you who this Mother's Day is going to be a tough day for. Yeah. Or another group is the women who tried to get pregnant and desperately want to be a mom. That's right. Um, that's another one that I have that's a right. heart for. So um, all of that is hard, and this is not intended to say that you can only learn these lessons through having a baby or only learn these lessons if you had an incredible mom or whatever else. It's more just like a circumstance that we're in and what we can learn from it, yeah. I think. So that's right. um, we'll see. I'm no expert, although my shirt, I'm wearing this shirt. If you're watching on YouTube, I don't wear this out of the house because it makes me so self-conscious. It says mom of the year on it. I got that, that for Pe- you. Pepper allegedly got me for Christmas, which is super sweet. And I wear it in the house and it is really adorable and meaningful. But I feel like when I walk into the grocery store that I'm getting <laughs> hard side eyes from people like, you think you're the mom of the year? Well, your I, daughter just picked no, up that orange and no. threw it across the Kroger. Y'all help me out. I have tried to communicate to her that that's not what that everybody knows that you didn't buy the shirt for yourself that your husband or your kids bought that for you and it's not an emphatic like you're the best mom in the world <laughs> in this past year it that's nobody's taking no it that one way so you're the good the best mom it's not like world. you're putting it on your resume it's a sweatshirt it's I know, cute i know anyways i had to say that out loud so that y'all aren't watching this thinking that i think that i am the mom of the year but anyways. you are the mom of the year oh, okay thank you <laughs> Um, yeah, no, we'll see. So, so seriously though, when you think back over the past nine months, the past years, your first Mother's Day, I'm sure you've got to think through how this has impacted you and how has having a baby impacted your life? So I'm going to take a, a little bit different of a turn for the beginning of this. Um, cause you asked me to prepare just some quick points, but I think being a mom more than anything at first made me realize like what an incredible mom I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the things that she sacrificed for me and it just becomes like, you're like, wait, you love me that much. Mm. Cause when you have a baby, you're like, I look, can't love this thing anymore than I possibly do right now and you think man my mom loved me that way yep. loves me that way um and again i know that that's not always felt by everyone in the world so like that really sucks if you don't feel that way um and i'm so sorry that i know that's really hard and causes a lot of like damage and trauma but i think for me that is something i realized i was like man my mom is amazing, you know, obviously alongside my dad, but that was something that I was, it really stood out. So I was like, I've, I want to 
quickly highlight lessons I've learned from my mom. Okay, good. And then I'll, I'll jump into her. lessons that I've learned from Pepper in the past nine months. Um, so right. these, what have you learned from your mom? Quick. These will be quick. Lessons from my mom. Um, follow your gut. Mm. That sounds like a kind of a cliche mom go-to, but she has really, a few t- big times in my life, said, what is your heart telling you? And by gut, I mean your heart. Um, and, you know, she told me that my whole life, like, if you're in a dangerous situation, follow your gut. If you meet someone you're unsure about, follow your gut. If you, in my instance, was in a relationship that was killing my soul, she said, follow your heart. Like, what is your heart telling you? What's your gut telling you? Um, and so that was something that she just kind of instilled in me for a very long time. Um, so I love that one. And it's still like, I, I say that to myself all the time, follow your gut. What is your heart telling you? At the end of the day, mm. you know that they're, your, your soul usually knows yeah. the right decision, right? Yeah. All right, number two was be a helper. Um, she, if you ask anybody in her life that knows her, um, friends, family, she will drop anything to help you to yeah, do she anything. Will. She, she will. whether it's like you need, she's a nurse. Um, she's always helping everybody with medical advice and going to see people in the hospital and selflessly giving of her time um, and energy. And I mean, it's just, it's, a I think, a very common theme in her life. And so I saw her do that my whole life um, and saw her be that in my life, be the helper, um, where it's just like, it's inspired me to, I want, I want people to know me for that. Like, I'm going to drop things for you. I will help you. You need something from me. How can I do that? How can I be a helper? Besides like modeling that for you, that like, were there other things that she did that created that heart inside of you and want to help other people? Like, I I remember she took you uh, on a mission trip yeah. Pretty early on in your life. Yeah. I think it's, I think with kids, at least in my experience, it's been she like inviting them into that with you. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I grew up uh, volunteering at a co op, which is in Georgia. Co op, I don't know if it always has the same meaning, but it was just like a food pantry huh. um, in Georgia. And then um, I would always be going to the uh, memory units at um, like old folks' homes. Yeah. Just yeah. to go visit with them because they knew that old people love kids. And so I think it was, it was very much just like inviting me into that world a little bit, um, that instilled that you almost don't even have to say it if you invite them into that. Um, so that was a huge one. She taught me the third one. I love this is stay silly. If you know my mom, she is just a big kid. Um, you know, she's obviously a high functioning adult as well, but I love that she doesn't feel like she has to act her age. She can be silly. Yeah. She's so silly. She she's she's just a joy to be around, and I want to be that for people. I want to be that for Pepper one day. I always joke with her because as a mom, like as a parent, when I was growing up, she was um, kind of not the disciplinarian. We weren't like there was no like high high discipline. It was just like you know she was the one that would say, "Hey, you need to stop doing that. Hey, mm-hmm. do your homework. Hey, do you know whatever." And I always thought of her as like just kind of a very serious um, rule follower, full rule maker. And then we got like, I think I graduated high school and she kind of let that guard down. And I saw a whole new side to her. And I'm like, you're so fun. <laughs> like, this is <laughs> But great. you didn't know until you were an adult that she was fun. I didn't know that she was as silly and right, goofy. Because right. if she showed that side, we probably wouldn't have taken her serious yeah. as kids, you know? Yeah. So anyways, stay silly. Fourth one, this is the last one, and this is like the most meaningful one to me, which is be their biggest fan. Mm. Um, and she has been that for me through and through. Um, does not matter what I've done, said. Um, whether or not she agrees with it, that's one thing. And she would, you know, that that's a, for another time, but she's always been 
such a great support system for me. That's cool. And I think that was such a, a teacher for me. So it's like, it, it doesn't mean it has to be your kid, right? Like be whoever's biggest fan, be your spouse's biggest fan, be your best friend's biggest fan, be your mom's biggest fan, mm. your dad's biggest fan. And what that means is showing up and loving them no matter what. Um, and I, that is, was transformative in my life when I went through my divorce. I remember, and this is like honestly getting super personal. I don't even tell this story, but I remember closing the front door. I was living with my parents at the time when I was going through my divorce. I remember closing their front door, like seeing my ex out of the house and I was crying and I turned around. This is late at night, probably midnight. And, um, I turned around and her and my dad were both standing there to hug me. Mm. And it's like, that's all I needed. Like I felt enough shame that wow. what I was going through, I didn't need someone to point their finger at me or to be like, well, you know, like hold me accountable in that moment. I just needed a hug. And that was so life changing for me to know wow. that in that moment. And it, that moment spoke, spoke volumes for the rest of my life. I know if, and when I fail again, that's a safe space. Wow. You know? That's huge. So. You know, it's it's like my dad's always told me this. He's like, you need somebody who's unapologetically for you. Yeah. And for my dad, it's his sister, my Aunt Jan. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can do no wrong in her eyes. Yeah. None. You need that person. And again, yeah, it, it's not saying you don't also need people who hold you accountable sure. and push back. But you also need a couple of people that are just unapologetically mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Like yep. they choose you. Yep. And, and that means the person you're choosing may not always choose you back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's when the strongest love comes in is when you're there and present and waiting for them to turn back around to give you the hug. Yeah. But a lot of times it, that takes time and that's hard. So yeah. anyway, Man, I, good. I love that one. So those that are my, my lessons for my mom. And then these are going to be the ones from Pepper that I've like learned life lessons. Um, two of them are real quick and the other two are, have honestly changed my life. But the first one is just living in awe and curiosity and mm. you're saying Pepper's taught you that Pepper's taught me this. So yeah. these are the four that Pepper's taught me. So living in awe, like, you know this well, and if you've ever been around a baby, you know, this babies are so in awe and wonder and curious and they have to be right. Cause that's how they learn. It's like, they're taking everything in for the first time. But I almost named this point, um, be in awe of birds because <laughs> Pepper will sit outside and a bird will fly by and it is like the most amazing thing happened. And then it'll go away and another bird flies by and she's like, just as much awe and shock. It is literally like Superman flew by. Yeah. She's like, like Oh, <gasps> Just, like what? drastic yeah. turn like oh my gosh did you and she'll look back at us did you see that yeah, that was a you bird know? did you see that a truck drives by did you see that but it kind of when you are living vicariously through this child you almost kind of like it's a it's it's like magnetic it just yeah. kind of comes out and attaches to you and you're like oh wow i feel that too and so i don't know it just really inspired me to like you look at things a little bit differently. You do. I, I, one of the first times I noticed that with her is when we took her to the zoo. Mm-hmm. I looked at every animal differently than I normally do. And I'm looking at these animals like, wow, look how strange that animal is. Yeah. And I can't believe see God created that. And yeah. yeah, it's like you do. You should just see it differently through their eyes. Yeah. So living in awe and wonder and curiosity, I think that is a practice. It's not something that just comes naturally. And it's something I've, we've really been passionate about in our lives. But having a baby has really like reinstilled that yeah for sure um the second one smile at everyone Mm. 
So wow. Pepper is a very smiley. If you follow me on social media, you might think otherwise because she is a very expressive <laughs> scowler. Like at times, she just has this like she wears her heart on her sleeve. But anyone can walk up to her, and if you like, just make eye contact. She just her whole face lights up and smiles. Yep. And the reason I say that is uh, the reason I say that like that's something that's teaching me is the person that she smiles at, it's just like stops them in their tracks. It does. And I know that she's a baby and it's like extra cute and special to be smiled at, but it's also made me realize like, man, just if you lock eyes with someone, smile at them. Yeah. And I, I, I know when I receive a smile from someone, I don't know. I'm like, wow, they seem really sweet or that, that helped my mood for a hot second. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I just watch her just make people's day all the time. I almost intentionally go to the grocery store once a day because a, it gets her out of the house, but B she really, it's fun to walk around with her because people just light up and love her and talk to her and, that's true with any baby. This is not just Pepper, but you know, in my experience, it's just been so fun to watch her make other people happy. You know, it's interesting to me too, in that you're right. She, she'll do that to anybody. And there are times that we're approached by people who look quite different than us, that maybe we've been trained to think, ah, that person's a little odd, or that person doesn't, you know, the, the kind of people you intentionally don't look at at the grocery store, you mm-hmm. know, because you're like, I don't actually want to get in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't care. No. She'll flat out stare them down until they look at her. Oh, she'll scream until the they smile. look at her. Yeah. yeah, she'll make noises to get that attention. And I love that she has yet to develop a bias bias a category of people it's just people it's yeah. human beings yeah. they all get a smile yeah that's so good that's so true i we were at kroger yesterday but i was with her by myself and um you were playing pickleball again yeah um, let's which, go another day another time um but i was at kroger and there's this man who he is such a talker but he's also super grumpy and like he's one of those that you talk to and you're like you know it's going to be a downhill spiral because he's just negative and wants to tell you all about it and i was like be like trying to look forward. Don't look at him. And Pepper, of course, like made noise so that he did. And he attention. lit up his face change. I've never seen him smile. Hmm. I was like, you know what? That's what inspired this point. I was like, he, even she made like the Scrooges of Scrooges smile. So yeah. anyways, I love that one. Um, the third one is, at, this is, I stole this sentiment from you, but it's true for babies as well. Like what she's teaching me at any moment it can change. Hmm. And I mean this in a couple ways. Um, one, you know, when you're a mom, especially a new mom, and your baby's tiny, it's really hard. <laughs> like you're not getting sleep. You're, you know, everything, every need you have, kind of goes out the window for a little while. And um, I, you can really get super bogged down in that. And that's true of other things in life, right? Like any hill that we're climbing, any obstacle that we're facing it that's all you can see it's just like this is my whole world i don't know if this will change i don't know if this will change like i'm never gonna get to sleep through the night again yeah. i'm never gonna be able to just take a shower when i want right. to yeah i'm never gonna be able to get out of the house yes like am yeah. i ever gonna like be my how i was before like yeah. did that part of me die um and in a week you know from when i was like super down about that it changed and she started sleeping Mm. and it's it's stuff like that it's today 
For the very first time, Pepper crawled. Let's go, Pep. And she's nine months old, and I'm looking at all these like articles, and like they should start crawling around eight months. I'm like, oh gosh, she's nine, and <laughs> she's you know, behind. She's she's yeah behind whatever. And I don't super stress about developmental stuff, you know that. But um, it was just something in the back of my mind. I'm like, dang it, like I wonder if I'm not doing enough. I'm not putting her on the ground enough, whatever. And today she crawled, and I was like, at any moment it can change. Like there's really mm. no value. I, not saying it's it's not entirely human because we all do this and sometimes it's okay to have that moment. But at any moment, the obstacle you're facing, the thing you're worried, worried so much about can change. And you look back and I'm like, man, I wish I hadn't spent those moments worrying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I remember um, I have a good friend, Anna, who her baby is about six months ahead of ours. And um, she, I t- was telling her how tired I am and how I have to hold Pepper for a lot of her naps, and this was way early on, but it just soaked up so much of my time. Hours at a time I was spending in her nursery in a dark room holding her so she could get her naps. And Anna said, Jordan, it will change. She will grow up and sleep in her crib. There's no adult that's not sleeping in a bed. <laughs> but her point was enjoy what enjoy being able to hold her falling yeah. asleep. And I, from that moment on, I was like, okay, I'm going to try and enjoy her sleeping in my arms while it feels like I'm missing out on so many other things that I have a huge to-do list I need to get through. Like, enjoy that. So it's it speaks to the moment. Like, live in the present and also know that at any moment it can change because yeah. it will it, in some way, shape, or form. That's so good. Have you ever heard the phrase, um, the days are long, but the years are short? Yes, I've seen and, that a lot. And that's kind of like what I think of when you say that is, yeah, for especially for moms of, like, preschoolers Mm -hmm. like the days are long let's be honest they are long it's often the same thing every day i know sometimes you stress out about how do you entertain how do you change it up how do you you know even if it's for you more than her and the days are long but man the years are short yeah and so you you have to enjoy those days and that whole concept behind at any moment it can change is that that means you can have hope mm-hmm. because hope is believing that tomorrow could be better than today. Yeah, in it any ele- in any right. aspect, not just being a mom. Like anything in your life, at any point, it can change. Tomorrow, the phone call could come in. Tomorrow, your son or daughter can call you back for the first mm-hmm. time in years. Tomorrow, you could have healing. Tomorrow, like there's so many yeah. things. It doesn't mean that today is not hard, but it's just that hope that I feel like sometimes we tend to lose when we're like so deep in something that hope, you say this all the time, hope changes everything. And so I think that is something that I've learned through Pepper is just, it can change. That's good. And and, and it, be okay with where you are. Like hold your baby while she's sleeping. Yeah, anyway. that's great. I love that. My last one, and this has been one that I've like kind of talked about very briefly on this podcast, um, just as an accident because it came top of mind. But um, the concept that everyone was once a baby Hmm. and I mean it in the sense of have grace for people and compassion for people because everyone was once like this pure perfect little baby in Hmm. someone's eyes right because I say that like I I look at Pepper and I'm like you can you could do any wrong and I will still love you yeah like I, I, that is a love I've really never known before, um, aside from like family and all that, whatever. But I genuinely, in my heart, started to transition and shift, even in how I looked at other people, especially people I don't 
particularly like or Mm -hmm. someone that may have hurt me in my past, I started to actually look at them and think, you were once and probably are still very cherished by somebody. Mm. And you started out as this little tiny person that really had no, you'd done no wrongs. There's no, you know, like you hadn't had other external factors kind of weighing into who you feel Mm. like you are, how you behave. Um, And I don't know, I just really, like I can think about someone right now who I, you know, maybe hurt me in my past. And I can genuinely say something happened in your life. That's right. That's, yeah. That made, maybe made you how you are right now. That doesn't mean how you always are. I don't even like to say that that's who you are as a person. I just think there's something that happened in that person's life that influences how they treat me or how they treated me. Um, and maybe is influencing why they haven't apologized or haven't owned up on something that they've done. And it makes it a lot easier to like digest and heal from. And like just looking at them through that lens is very healing to me. I love that. I, I, and I think that's so important. We have talked a little bit about in a different way that before in the podcast of we tend to want to put people in the categories of good people and bad people. And these bad people are the villains, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, because they hurt you or they did this or they did that. And there's something that's very transformative when you start to view them not as the bad person or the villain or the evil person, but you start to say, you know what? That's, that person's hurt, broken, scared. They're acting out of fear. Yeah. 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 They, all, all the human elements, right, that they had when they were a baby. And uh, yeah, you're right. It changes when you view them by that idea that, yeah, they were once nothing but a small, innocent child. And there's some hurt, pain, yeah. negligence, something happened yeah. that that created some some behavioral loops for them that that aren't healthy yeah they're not coming out of the womb saying i want to make people sad i want to hurt people's feelings like yeah something happened so i googled this this concept because i'm like surely there's like a ted talk on this or something Mm -hmm. and there wasn't but um i read this little snippet i'm gonna read it to you and then i'll be done but i thought it was good it just kind of casted the wider net um so it says even your horrible boss and that rude neighbor even your miserable ex-girlfriend or boyfriend your stern mother or father We were all children once, once naive, scared, foolish, playful, excited, wondrous little children, children who desperately wanted the approval of everyone around them, children who danced and laughed and played because it was all they knew how, children who let their emotions rule them and throw temper tantrums, children who hurt easily, who loved effortlessly, and who'd forgotten that they were even mad after five or ten minutes. As I hold grudges toward people who've hurt me or offended me, I picture them on a playground just trying to figure it out. And then the anger seems to quickly disappear. As I make mistakes and fail, I also see the little kid with a scraped knee who gets back up and continues to play. And I remember this is not my first rodeo. Mm. And so I think it's really meaningful and special for like, again, the people around you, hopefully having more compassion to know why they might be behaving that way or just to know that there's something that happened to them in their life that they've not dealt with, but also like have that compassion for yourself and know that like you are so extremely loved and maybe that's, you don't feel that love from a parent figure, but to know like that love is surrounding you in this very moment of just someone who is so like obsessed with you and unconditional love for you. 
Um, I don't know. That's just like such a, a hopeful thing to me to say, yep, you've fallen down and scraped your knee and you got right back up. That's good. So anyway, that's, those are my lessons <laughs> from yeah. my mom and um, that I learned from being a nine months of being a mom, which is not much. I've got a lot to learn and I know I'm going to continue to have crazy lessons thrown yeah. at me. No, I love that. I love that. That's a, that last point is just really strong and it's just, we're all rookies at this thing called life, right? So let's not be too hard on each other. Yeah. Exactly. Some so. really good stuff. Jordan, thank you. And I'm so excited. You are an amazing mom. Oh, thank you. You really are. You are just have so, I know it hasn't been effortless, but it appears effortless from the outside looking in. You do an amazing job at uh, being a, a mom and also being a daughter to your mom. Like, I just. Thank you. Yeah, you're really good at that. So, to all you moms, we hope you have an amazing Mother's Day. Thank you for. Everything that you are, everything that you do, I hope uh, wherever you find yourself on this Mother's Day weekend that you'll be celebrated and surrounded by the people that you love. And as always, we're incredibly grateful uh, that you listen to this podcast. Uh, If you haven't subscribed before, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, Maybe you want to send this to your mom as a way of saying just thank you for being such a great mom. Uh, But we really are grateful for you guys. We love you. And that was another Good Good Talk. Talk.